I have a question. Are you mowing in the dark? Welcome back to the Mowing in the Dark podcast. I am your host, Aaron Sutter. Thank you for turning in to another episode. Welcome back, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I'm really happy you're here. This is just a great day. As you can see, I am out here on the back porch studio. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're just listening in, yes, we are out on the back porch studio. Behind me, there's the garden. We've got some fruit trees, stuff like that. Chickens are way over there, but they're there. And we're out here in about, I think it's about 84 degrees out this evening. It's just really nice. It's a nice evening. The birds are singing in the background. Uh, There's some clouds overhead, but that's about it. So, guys, today I want to talk to you about marketing in a digital age. Because I I struggle to market my business. And it's, it's something that... I've tried a couple different ways and there's some things that work and some things that don't work. And I know a lot of people have gone over marketing and things like that, but I'm going to go just a little bit of a different direction because not a lot of people talk about this. And I really want to bring it to the forefront of some of y'all's minds as we continue to move forward in the technological age rather than a physical paper age. All right, so before we do that, I would love it if you guys would head over to the Lansing Lawn Service YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel, check out a couple videos there. That would be awesome. If you're watching on YouTube, I would encourage you to head over to your preferred podcasting app and check out the Mowing in the Dark Lawn Care podcast there. Subscribe and and listen in because this is well i was gonna say the number one podcast in lawn care but it's really not (laughs) all right we all know that the green industry podcast is the is the you know top of the heap shall we say so it doesn't really matter i'm just trying to give more content to you guys there is so much time in a day that we have that we're out working on mowers you know we're just riding the mower we have all day to listen to things in our headphones whether it's music whether it's books whether it's podcasts so i'm just trying to add to that content give you guys something more to listen to throughout the day so that's the goal of this podcast right now. We will expand eventually into having a bigger goal than that. But right now, I'm just trying to put out content to fill the void because, you know, we have the Green Industry podcast, we have the Fullerton Unfiltered podcast, we have the Caleb Allman podcast, whatever, you know, whatever that is. That's more hardscaping, I guess. But a lot of lawn care guys listen to that. And then there's some other podcasts like Mike Andy's and and my buddy um, Cameron Duncan, he has his podcast. And my buddy Tony Rudolph, he has a Lawn Care Talk podcast. We have Julio Tomei over on the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. That's a 
mouthful right there. Um, Julio's a really great guy, does great podcasts, does it once a week though, and we need more. We need more. I have at least eight hours a day out on a mower, and the podcasts that we have right now, they're only filling about half of that, if that. So we need more content. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to add to the content here. All right, guys, let's jump into this today about marketing in a digital age. You know, I we there's a lot of guys out there that are still using postcards, and that's great because they want they want that route density. I get that. I totally get that. I want that route density. But there's a problem. Nobody wants postcards to show up in their mailbox anymore. I certainly don't. I hate getting postcards in the mail from different businesses that are trying to market to me. If I wanted your product, I would reach out to you. I get it. You want want people to recognize you, but you don't want people to recognize you for the wrong reasons. All right? Annoying people with a bunch of postcards in their mailbox, that is the wrong message that you're sending. All right? I, I get it. As a homeowner, I hate it when people leave things on my door. I hate it when people leave things in my mailbox or send me flyers that I don't want. I even get a little aggravated when people send me flyers that I do want. So I get that postcards help you with your route density. I also get that people get super annoyed with postcards and stuff like that in their mailbox or on their door handle. I've tried postcards. I've tried door hangers. For me in my area, they do not work. We have people that come around. They knock on your door at dinner time, trying to sell you a Kirby vacuum. And their incentive, incentive, is I just did air quotes for those that aren't watching on the video. Uh, their incentive is a tiny little bottle of laundry detergent. That's how they're trying to get their foot in the door. I hate it when they come and they don't even tell you what they're selling. They just, do you have, can I have 10 minutes of your time? No, you can't have 10 minutes of my time. I'm sitting down to eat dinner with my family. You're asking me for 10 minutes of my time during dinner time. No, no, Uh uh-uh. And it's the same, I feel like it's the same thing with postcards. I get it. It's my time. I get, I can read it when I want. I'm not going to read it as a homeowner. I'm not going to read it. I'm going to throw it in the garbage. I mean, my wife is sitting across from me here. She will, she'll do the same thing. If it's junk mail, if it even looks like junk mail, she rips it and she throws it in the recycling bin. Doesn't even look twice. So it could be like a water bill, but if it looks like junk mail, it's getting torn up and thrown because this we do not like junk mail. Nobody likes junk mail. It's annoying. So the postcard thing, while it, it may help some of you in getting more clients in a concentrated area, I really think that in today's age, it's a pretty bad idea to flood neighborhoods with postcards. All right. Now, there's something, you know, EDDM, every door direct mailers. 
I, I get it. You could send them. You could mail them. That's a little less annoying. But it's still annoying because it's still a piece of advertisement that the customer has to sift through to actually find the bills that they have to pay. It's just annoying. So what I have done in my business and what works for me, and that's what I'm going to tell you about today, what works for me, when I first started my business, Craigslist was the thing. This was back in 2013, 2014. All right, so Craigslist was free and it was the thing. Facebook advertising wasn't a huge deal then. Craigslist was where it was at. That's where I got my first I'd say 20 clients was from Craigslist. This is how I did it, okay? Greg Chisholm, Geek to Freak, did a video where he printed up a flyer and he explained how he did it. He was very detailed in how his service was going to go. He answered as many of the client's questions before they asked them on this flyer. It was just all text, no pictures. What he did is he rolled it up, put a band around it, and hung it on people's doors or door handles with a rubber band. It was great, and it worked marvelously on Craigslist because Craigslist, you didn't have to put pictures. Now, I put my logo as a picture, and I put a picture of some work that I did or whatever, but what really set my ad apart from the other guys that were advertising on Craigslist was most guys would have two or three lines of text in their ad, and it would say lawn mowing, uh, estimate, free estimates, and a phone number to call. And that was it. You had no idea who this person was. You had no idea what they were really offering. So I went through and I basically followed Greg Chisholm's template and laid it all out. I'm telling you what, I got good quality customers from those Craigslist ads. So that's the first thing that I would tell you is if you're going to advertise, I would now use Facebook in community groups if you can get in. Community groups are really cracking down on on businesses advertising in those groups. They make it almost impossible unless you live in that community. And so it's it's difficult. It really is. I've tried Trust me, I've tried. They've really cracked down. They've really made it exclusive to that neighborhood. You can try to find a way in. You can maybe get someone in the community on that page to add you into that community. But by and large, you're kept out. So what I would say, if you can get in, is to be very detailed with your description of your business, who you are, just a little bit about who you are, how you do your billing, how what your scheduling is like, all that stuff. Put it in there. People want to know. They want their questions asked or answered up front without even having to ask them. So it's like it's almost like an FAQ as an advertisement. It, it it's genius. It works really well. All right. Then it, if you can't get into those Facebook groups and you can't and this is excluding any type of mailers, okay? Because we are in 2022. Let's face it, guys. Everything is on our phone. If we want a service, we Google it. We're not going to the mailbox to thumb through postcards. 
I'm sorry, we're not. We're we are Googling things. All right. So if you want people to know who you are, you've got to rank in Google search. It's just what it is for the most part. Now listen to me here. You need to get your Google business listing or my Google business listing. It's so simple. It's free. You can get it. It's easy. It takes a few weeks because they do authenticate that because they get a lot of spam stuff with these business listings. But by and large, you can get it without any problem at all. That's the first place you need to start in today's world with advertising. Just that. Then you can just put your, if you don't have a website, you can put your Facebook page, your business Facebook page there. If you don't have a business Facebook, excuse me, if you don't have a business Facebook page, you need to make one and attach it to that. All right. The next thing after your Google My Business listing, you have all your information on there. You have your hours of operation. You have all that stuff in there and ready to go, all the services you offer, which I would recommend limiting your service offerings, just bare minimum advertised on there for now, okay, just for now, if you do lawn mowing, let that be it, all right, you don't want to overwhelm potential clients, okay, most people are initially looking for lawn care. And then from there, they want mulch installation. They want, they want the aeration and overseeding and dethatching, things like that. So that, that's, that's where you need to, to keep it for your Google My Business listing. All right. The next step is to create a website. Now, you can do this for, I think it's free on Google. You can actually create a Google website. They have that available now. I haven't tried it. I've had my my own website for, oh gosh, seven years probably now. So I've had my own. I don't need the Google website. But if you if you need something, it's a very simple website, but do that at least. Anything. And I'm I'm sure Google will prioritize those websites a little bit more than some other websites. So you might rank a little higher in search. The key is if you're just starting out or, or whatever, if you don't have a website, you need a website right now, okay? We're, we're only moving forward in the technological age. We're not moving backwards. We're not moving backwards to paper. So we are moving forward to paperless. That means you need a website and you need one today. It's, it's like with planting a tree. When, was, when is the best time to plant a tree? 50 years ago. When is the best time to plant a tree now? Or when's the next best time to plant a tree? Today. You have to do it. You have to bite the bullet and do it. Watch some YouTube videos on it, on how to make a, a killer website, whatever. There are so many pro uh, website creation things out there now it's ridiculous. There's no excuse for not having a website in today's world. I personally use Wix. I love Wix. Uh, I started way back in 2014, 2015 with Wix, and I've stuck with them. I still get leads. In the, We're going through a, basically a drought right now here in Michigan. I'm still getting leads every day from my Wix website. 
Okay. Another thing that you need to do when you have something like a Wix website, because Google doesn't really prioritize, especially Wix, from what I've heard anyway, they don't really prioritize Wix websites for whatever reason. So I would encourage you to not go with Wix. Uh, actually, I went with Wix because it was simple. I would go with something else. There's so many. You guys, you've heard them all. Just go go find them. Google it, okay? Wix is not the number one dog here, okay? So I would say uh, probably stay away from Wix. I, I have just stuck with Wix because I know it, and it brings me all the leads that I would want. So that's all I care about. Now, yes, when you have a website, you are going to get leads that you don't want. That's it is what it is. Same with your Google Google My Business listing. You will get leads you do not want. They're not in your service area. They're not, they're not in the neighborhood that you want to service. You have to determine right off the bat where you want to service and lay those parameters out on your website or in your Google My Business listing. Say, we mow lawns from this street to this street or in this zip code, this city, whatever. You need to lay out specific boundaries that your business is, is servicing. I didn't do this for the first four or five years in my business. It was pretty frustrating because I would get calls from all over the place. And it, it was just frustrating. So now I have from one street in the city of Lansing to the other street where my service area ends. And, and, and it's like a square. So, and then I have some other places outside of Lansing that I service, but it, it's very small. Another thing that I do is for me and my business to maintain route density because I'm not in one single neighborhood. Okay, the neighborhoods around here, they're not very affluent. This is just not in a very affluent area. There are some affluent neighborhoods, but they are so saturated with bigger lawn care companies that I've gone outside of those to find clients. And I'm telling you, it works. No, you might not have a bunch of lawns that are right next door to each other, but you can build routes that are two, you know, you'll have clients that are two minutes apart, five minutes apart, maybe three minutes apart. It's okay. You're not everyone is going to be able to have four people right next to each other. It's some people can't do that and it's okay, but we're trying to get the route as tight as we can get it. Okay, so that's the goal when you're advertising is getting that route as tight as you can. And it has worked for me. I don't take on any new clients that are less, that are more than a quarter mile away from an existing client. That means that I turn down 98% of the leads that come in to me from my business, from my Google My Business, and from my website. Now, you might say that that is ridiculous, that I should never be turning down 98% of the leads that come into my business, but I am telling you what, it has, it has drawn people 
closer into that area. My area's grown tighter and tighter. I have a lot tighter of routes because I have been doing this and it's it's working and it's wonderful. I have my pick of who I want to take on. My schedule's full right now. Like it's full. I will only take on right now in the spring if I need some clients, which usually I don't. Usually I might lose one or two to either death or to selling a house and moving out of the area. But typically all of my clients come back the next year. I have something like a 98% customer retention rate. So, I mean, I have very little turnover in my business. Even when I raise prices, I have very little turnover in my business. So if I want to take on more clients this year and in the years to come, I am only taking on neighbors of existing clients. That's just what I'm doing in my business. If my client likes me, they will tell their neighbors. It's just amazing to me how many people have told their neighbors about me or they see my truck there. I have my truck lettered up. I have my phone number and that works too, but it, it doesn't work as well as you think it works. Okay. In today's world, it doesn't work as good as you think it works. By far, the majority, the vast majority of my leads come from the internet. And so you've got to play the game online. Now, what I do to help my SEO on my website, because Wix doesn't have a really great SEO program, and I don't use, like, I use the Wix hosting. I don't use outside hosting or whatever. So for me, I have to create other content that has my website address in it. That will help your SEO. So I make YouTube videos. In every single one of my YouTube videos, my website address is in the description. That is sending that tells the internet that this website is out there. Whenever somebody sees a video that is tracked by Google, it's amazing how that helps your, your standing on Google. Uh, in my area, there are in the spring, like in the spring rush, usually I am not number one because a lot of these bigger uh, companies put a ton of money into advertising and so they'll buy ads and things like that on Google and so they'll be ranking up high at number one number two but typically I'm number either three or four on Google uh, in my area which is awesome now it's kind of hard and tricky to actually search that out and see if you're actually ranking number one or number two, number three, whatever. But I am typically on the first page of Google somewhere. Usually it's right below the, um, like the map that Google puts out for Google My Business. I'm also in the Google My Business, but it doesn't matter what you do with SEO for the Google My Business. It lists the, the addresses there and the businesses 
by who is closest to you. So it really doesn't matter in that instance. So uh, I, I do everything I can to, to raise my ranking on Google by putting out lots of content like YouTube videos and things like that. But it, it just is what it is. You have to just play the game if you're using a site like Wix. So that is what I wanted to say about marketing in today's world. We have to eventually get away from paper. I understand there are some people that are still doing postcards. In my area, there are not many people that are doing postcards anymore because they just don't work. We are saturated. We get these people that are trying to sell steel roofs. They come around, and even those have dropped out, dropped down a little bit. We haven't had as many of those around here lately as we have had. So it, you've got to get away from paper eventually. I'm not saying get totally out of paper. You can still send out uh, postcards if you'd like, but your return is going to continue to go down on investment because... Everyone is going to looking on their phone for the services they need. So you you really need to be lettering up your truck so that that that's one way that people can see and recognize you and your business. The next is is social media content. You have to be pushing putting out social media content in your local area and you need to have a website and a Google My Business. It, you've got to have it for today's world. All right, guys, if you have any questions, you can email me at lansinglawnservice at gmail.com or you can send me an instant message, message on Facebook or you can send me a message on Instagram at Aaron Sutter. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope this was helpful. I hope this got the wheels turning a little bit for you that you need to add some other things additional to your website or to your Google My Business to really boost up that SEO. All right, guys, thanks for listening. I will see you in the next episode.